This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you're hearing during the show today, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio part of the page. You can check out past shows and you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Make sure you're kept up to date on all the most current shows. Now, first, I'd really like to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm fantastic and uh, just great to be here. It's fun to hang out with you. We were talking about boats before the show started and uh, the expenses uh, therein. The trials and tribulations of the boat. Uh, of being a boat owner, which is why I'm not a boat owner. But, um, but yeah, I love them. Uh, I love them. Uh, it's just like a good friend once told me, Tony, you don't need to own a boat. You just need a friend with a boat. <laughs> That's a great, enter, great. Enter Matthew Brunner. It's <laughs> <laughs> great advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sure your wife would have loved it had someone given you that advice early on. Yeah, except, you know, when I'm on the boat, I'm not bugging her. That's true. Yeah. And you're peaceful in it. It's what makes you happy, right? (laughs) Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's my favorite place in the world to be. Yeah, it it is. That's great. Well, now, uh, what are we talking about on today's show? All right. Today, I think, I hope it's going to be pretty interesting. We we often discuss the idea of downsizing in retirement or even moving to a retirement community as an end goal but we rarely get to dive into some of the important details. So today we're gonna focus on moving into a retirement community before you officially retire. Now, what are the benefits? What are the financial benefits? Are there disadvantages to consider? One of our sources today is a US News and World Report article from September, 2018 entitled, Should You Move to a Retirement Community Before Retiring? Wow, good question. Uh, That's interesting. I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Why would somebody consider, though, moving into a retirement community before they retire? That seems a bit premature. It does, but I don't know if you've ever seen some of these places. I would move into some of these places now the villages or 10 years ago. Florida, They're beautiful. Have you heard of those? Oh, I've seen a lot. I mean, I've got you know quite a few clients that are in some of these places, and some of them I would move into in my 30s. And they're just they're so nice. The food's great. There's plenty to do. Um, but, right. you know, but, uh, you know, besides for that, you know, almost the, you know, kind of lighthearted aspect of that. One of the biggest advantages to settling into a retirement community while you're still working, you get to eliminate, you know, yard work, household repairs, maintenance. We were talking about that before, you know, maintaining a boat. And you were talking about you'd love to have that uh, that Victorian house. Right. You don't have to living in a community like that takes chores off those chores off your plate. It can help you focus on that latter stage of your working life, preparing for retirement. Plus, it may lead to more time for even leisure activities. 
But before you can enjoy fewer chores and, and more leisure time, there, there's a few steps you'd need to take. The first is to check if you qualify first. Uh, most retirement communities have age restrictions. So, yeah. yeah, you might look and some might allow residents 55 years and older, but some are 65 and up. Now, there may occasionally allow exceptions. So even if you don't fit the requirements, you may have other options. Also, some of the really popular communities have waiting lists. So starting the process early may help you down the line. Yeah. Well, and the best places always do have waiting lists, whether it's restaurants or retirement communities, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a good idea to check out the facility and its features. And, you know, it's, it's funny that dead restaurant gets no one in that long, that restaurant with a long line. The line just keeps getting longer and they, it's, yeah. uh, the line out the door creates more business. So, uh, you know, but. Nonetheless, even if it's popular, you're still going to want to check it out. Check out the facility. Check out the features. Does the layout of the apartment work for you? You know, those communities can vary widely. Each provides different levels of care. You know, some are just retirement communities. Some have independent living. You know, others may provide assisted living and even nursing care options. So finding the community that fits your needs should be a high priority and understanding the you know, different stages you may be going through while you're in that community or how long you want to stay in that community and addressing those is another thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really, that's smart. And it's a great point just because something's trendy and popular doesn't mean it's the right fit for everyone. Uh, I learned that one the hard way with bell bottom pants. You still are. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn it? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's true. But cost is another thing to consider here. Specifically, entrance fees and association fees. So entrance fees are charged when you move into the community. It'll differ depending on the type of apartment you choose or even the place you're moving into. Some of these entrance fees can be really high, so you may want to plan for these fees as part of your financial strategy. You should also examine the association fees that the community charges. So it's kind of like being in a condominium association or yep. any other association. These fees cover you know, lawn maintenance, property upkeep, access to features like workout rooms, pools, hot tubs, and laundry, et cetera. These fees will impact your retirement budget. So if you don't value those perks, another community may fit your budget better. You may not have to do the work, but you're still going to be paying for it in some way. Well, fit is important or even more important than availability, I'd say. So what's something else that we should consider when we're thinking about moving into a retirement community, especially before we retire. The likelihood that you or I would be moving near them is a good one to consider. <laughs> yes, no. there you go. <laughs> no. um, we're well, coming. <laughs> you want to you know, work with your financial services professional. want to make sure that you're sticking to your retirement strategy. Will moving into this community before you stop working affect other financial goals? Well, spending money now on, on entrance fees, is it going to negatively affect your travel plans or some future retirement dreams? Could those fees make it harder to help a grandchild with college? You know, ensuring your legacy and dreams are followed is super important. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. It's really important. And this seems like a lot to consider. Do you have any suggestions on how we should start evaluating these issues? I would imagine this process can seem overwhelming. Yeah, well, you know, I, I go with this whole thing. If you think it, ink it. It makes it a lot easier to chart what your goals are, what your what your future dreams are. We have this uh, thing called the From the Heart Journal. You can request it through the website, compass-ltd.com. It helps people tell, like, their personal story. It compiles the important information in one place. 
It includes information on dependents, insurance policies, location of important documents. It can also help people craft a clear list of important priorities so they can avoid any financial moves that might negatively affect their plans. That's step one. Now, if you want to take it a step further, comprehensive financial planning. Those are the things we go through and consider when wherever we're doing the planning that we do for clients. So, you know, it is a good way to start and just get started on your own. Is that from the, from the heart journal? And the next step after that, get a plan done. Yeah. I, I would have never imagined how many different aspects and things there are to consider when we're looking at potentially moving into a retirement community. Yeah, be doing that, especially before retirement, is a big decision. It can impact your overall retirement strategy. So hopefully these tips will, you know, I hope really they prove valuable to people as they consider all the retirement housing options. Right. Well, you know what? Um, why don't we take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Well, sure. You can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us on the web, compass-ltd.com. And uh, if you want to get a couple things knocked out. You can request that from the Heart Journal on the on the website, or you can go to the top left hand corner where it's called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. That's a great way to get started on getting the discussion going about some of these things about retirement income needs, etc. Will you take a little thirteen question self assessment test and get a little score, and we can talk about what that means and how that's going to affect the plan for what your retirement income strategy, what your retirement living strategies are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a great discussion so far. Listeners, this is the Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, we've been talking about some things we need to consider before moving into a retirement community. Uh, and now I know the next thing you wanted to talk about, or at the beginning of the show, you said another topic was wealth building. Uh, who doesn't want to learn new ways uh, to enhance our financial nest eggs, right? Absolutely. You know, if you're going to move into a new retirement community, it might as well be one with a wealth building to live in. No, wait, that's the different wealth building. No, not that kind of wealth building. Oh, oh, building wealth. Building gotcha. Wealth. Okay. Let's talk yeah, about there that. You go. Sometimes I get so confused. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same dad joke conference this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, asked me um, how I was doing. I said mildewing. <laughs> and now so, you did the wealth building joke. So we're we're really batting a thousand right now. Yeah, we're going to get calls from Comedy Central before we know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Building wealth, it's a hot button topic, uh, as hot, I guess, as any other one can be. It's, it's going to be about to get, you know, let's not talk about get rich quick schemes here, chasing trends in the market. I think that's a really poor way of trying to build wealth. Don't let the title of our source today lead you astray either. We're going to be talking about this investopedia.com entry, Three Simple Steps to Building Wealth. It published it was in May of 2019. So while these steps may be simple to understand, they can actually be a lot harder to execute. So number one, it's, it's in order to build wealth through the course of your life, you need to do three things according to the article. And this is going to sound almost like Tony Robbins kind of stuff, but one is it's make it, save it, invest it. So make it, you need to have a consistent source of income that will allow you to have some leftover after you've covered necessities like housing, utilities, food, transportation. 
and they'll save it. Once those necessities are paid for, your next step is to have a proactive and consistent savings plan. That can include you know, 401k through your employer or another type of individual savings strategy, and then invest it. Once you've put aside that savings, it needs to work for you in an investment mix that matches your risk tolerance and long-term strategy. And uh, But if you have a long-term strategy, we should, you know, risk tolerance is is almost uh, kind of a given as to where it should be positioned. Yeah, make it, save it, invest it. I like it. It seems like a, a solid three-step plan, but it, it, maybe it's just a little too vague. Oh, it's super too vague. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, absolutely. And the Tony Robbins reference. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds great, and you can tell yourself. It's one of those great things to tell yourself in the morning to keep your mind on which way you want to go with it but i I really want to give it you know it's it's not just you know shouldn't just be a poster and that's why i want to spend some time on this subject give it a little deeper dive you know these three steps of wealth building let's talk about a little more starting you know with earning income it may seem like a no-brainer you need to earn money right it's still the most important step though odds are you've seen these various charts and tables showing the value of compound interest over time and while that's all very true the numbers they use in those charts by the way Check out the rates of return that they usually show. When you consider the rates of return that are in there, it's motivational to get started. And compound interest is, as Tony, as you know, we call the eighth wonder of the world. But don't get discouraged when your returns don't look like those charts. They use somewhere like upwards to like 12% return every year in those charts a lot of the time, which is just so unlikely is it possible yes is it probable very very low probability of that ever happening 12 (laughs) percent every year so but compounding interest is an incredible tool to take advantage of so uh but what they really show in these charts especially too is what you need to be making to cover your necessities so you really need to whittle down the numbers as to how much you have on your expenses and what you can cut out. What's, you know, really, where's the fat in that and what do you, don't you need to be doing? So you're saying I shouldn't be eating uh, three meals a day over at the Colony Grill? <laughs> no, By the you probably there. shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. It, it helps to, it, you know, bag a lunch every now and then. You're yeah. going to, you know, it, yeah. It, That's where it, you, you like you, to eat, though, right? I mean, it's I do right not by mind, your office, I do not, isn't it? I do not mind colony pizza at all. No, yeah. not at all. It's a, it's, a, it's a good slice. Well, you there. know me. I love the pizza. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's only so much you can save by cutting down expenses yeah. or spending less. So, so how do we know, make more? Oh, well, that's a great question. Uh, you're going to have to increase your income over time. You know, you're going to have to allow for more to to allow for more opportunities to invest in. So one way you make sure you're using your new income for savings is automatically increase your savings when you get a raise or a bonus. Just put that away. You already know how to live on your current income. Uh, if, if no one's told you that before, you do. You know how to live on your current income. So don't simply spend more because you have more. I hate to, I know I did a dad joke before and I hate to sound a little dad like right now. But <laughs> how simple can that be? I mean, if that's something that you need to have hammered into your head, that's the one. You know how to live on your current income. So when you get a raise, increase how much you can save. Now, let's not forget this: that savings first, you need to cover your expenses. Then you should fund your emergency fund. You should have a couple months expenses on in your in at hand on cash available for when you need it. I, I heard a horrible thing. One of my clients' kids the other day called their job. They were they were out of the office. They called into the job, 
and they said, this is this person. And they said, sorry, that person retired. That's how they found oh. out. They left the office in oh, the morning, no. went and did some, rep- did some meetings and called in to get news in the afternoon, was told that they retired. <laughs> so if you do not sudden. have... Yeah, but if you if you don't own your own business, if you are not the master of your destiny in that way, you need more than ever to make sure that you have an emergency fund in place to cover expenses when something like that happens. Oh, and yeah. then and then make sure when you have those raises, when you have those things, that you're putting it into these into four hundred one k's and, and IRAs, individual investment and re- retirement accounts. It'll provide you the ability to automatic increase savings percentage on a schedule you determine. And, you know, then think about this paying off debt like student credit card or school loan schedule an increase that begins when the debt's paid off. Yeah. So once you pay off that debt, funnel that into your savings for later, too. So you have two savings, your emergency savings, you know, that money you might need now and then your long term savings, which you're never going to touch till you need it. Right. I think that's a great idea. If I'm already making ends meet with my current budget, uh, moving that money from debt reduction to savings once the debt is paid off, it shouldn't affect my day-to-day cash flow. Right. And I'm not saying never again do something new or nice. You have to live a life today because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. But don't automatically increase all your expenses across the board when that stuff comes in. So speaking of savings, there's some ways you can avoid spending more than your income, too. You know, when you spend too much, you can't save. So that Investopedia article talks about four ways to make sure you don't exceed your budget and spend too much. Now, one is track your spending. It's common to feel like your money just disappeared. Now, even knowing exactly what you're spending on can help you avoid spending too much. Categorize and sort your expenditures. Where can you adjust? Did you realize you were spending that much on certain categories? How many slices of pizza did you get at Colony last week, Tony? How many individual pies? <laughs> now, I think the results would surprise you. Lost, lost count. Lost count. After 12, I, I stopped counting. Yeah. So, you know, it, you, tracking your spending can be super useful, determining where your money goes. Maybe not everyone's ready to cut out donuts or, you know, pizza or right. anything like that, but there might be some way to cut back. You're going to find somewhere there. Once you determined it, where can you save money? You know, can you eat out less? Pack a lunch from home, save that money instead. Even making a change that affects one or two days could have a big impact on your overall savings. Yeah. Huge. Well, and I have a friend who categorizes every cent he spends, and he even uses a software program so he can put every cent into the right category, and then he can run that report that shows exactly how much he spent on pizza alone over the past 10 years. I'm telling you right now, it adds up, and that's that's a friend I'm talking about. Yeah, well, you know, little changes can make all the difference, so don't be afraid to adjust your lifestyle. You may feel that right now entertainment and eating out is super close to essential, but over time, you're really getting enjoyment out of what you're spending. You know, ask yourself that question. Subscriptions are easily overlooked and may be a place you can cut back on expenses as well. So make sure you're really taking advantage. Wrap this up. Make sure you're taking advantage of your company's 401k match if available, because otherwise you're leaving money on the table. That's just it's the same thing as turning down a raise. Just don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. All right. Well, this is great advice. And if our listeners want to sit down and talk to you about this, get a plan in place, how can they reach you once again? Uh, They can call us 800-339-9252, or they can visit us online, compass-ltd.com. Yep. And this has been a great conversation so far. 
Uh, and budgets have come up a lot today. I think it's a great idea to explore that one a little more. And if any of our listeners are just joining us, uh, and they, they can go to, um, is it uh, compass-ltd.com? That's the website. Correct. And go to the website, check out the radio show page. They can listen to this show and past shows or subscribe to the show as a podcast, of course. Matt, the, the website for our listeners out there is a great resource. Well, yeah, it is a great, it's a great resource. There's a lot of stuff on there. Thanks for actually saying that, Tony. I appreciate it. But you know what? Let's talk about budgets. Now, the first tip mentioned in, there was this article, the article, um, four tips for creating retirement budget from Motley Fool, uh, is understand your healthcare costs. For many retirees, healthcare is going to be a major expense. When you combine Medicare premiums, supplement coverage, long-term care insurance prescriptions, more healthcare can become a large part of your budget. So to reach an estimate of your monthly costs, add the costs you already know, like a fixed monthly cost of premiums, other known expenses. Depending on your individual situation, you may really need to consider increasing your monthly contributions to an HSA, a health savings account, if you've working years left before you retire as well. Right. Healthcare costs are always uh, one of the biggest questions, I think, about future expenses, especially for retirees. And I feel confident in assuming that I will likely have some healthcare expenses in the future. So it's an important thing to budget for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and it, we can look at a lot of things. There's a whole, there's 20 people going on stage every two nights, every couple of weeks right now that most of them would like to find a way to pay for your health care. And I think it's a great, you know, thing that it might happen in the future uh, if they can take care of it. Right. But it's planning to make sure that you have the money regardless. So say that happens. Fantastic. Well, then all that money you saved, you can now, you know, check off some of those other dreams that you had, some of those other goals you had for retirement. So it's still not going to hurt to make sure we plan for that in advance. Now, the second tip we're going to talk about is your home. Some retirees decide to downsize or move to a home with less maintenance. However, if you stay in your home or even if you move to a smaller home, you'll need to budget for maintenance and repairs. You know, how old's that furnace? How old's the roof? What do the windows look like? How are the floors? You know, homes and appliances all have limited lifespans. The article suggests that you estimate potential costs for repairs and replacements. Also, you may be very handy right now, but are you really going to be lugging a refrigerator in, you know, 20, 15 years into retirement and up, you know, down some stairs to replace something? You might not be able to make some of those repairs yourself as you age. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I wasn't really thinking of that. And, and that ties right back into what we've been talking about, uh, uh, like retirement communities. Uh, great. Now, in our business, we call that a callback. You're turning into a regular radio pro, Matt. Well, I, I learned that from the best, Tony. WKRP in Cincinnati. Very that was good. one of my, yeah, thanks. And, it was one of my, my favorite sitcoms. Yep. And my, what a lovely singing voice you do have. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so the next tip for creating a retirement budget, assume you'll spend more than you expect on leisure activities. You know, you've been working your entire life for this opportunity, so it's natural to want to do the things you've been waiting to do. However, unless, unless those hobbies are all low cost, you're likely to incur costs. So greens fees, airline tickets, cooking classes, whatever it's going to be, you need to budget for the expense and unless you just want to play Monopoly every day. Well, <laughs> no, the, uh, it's Monopoly can be fun, but uh, playing it every day would be tiresome. Yeah, uh, you know, it, just make sure. I can't tell you how often I see this. So there are people, no matter how disciplined they were, 
in their pre-retirement life that those first couple of years of retirement really take them by surprise at how much it costs them because yeah. it just, they spend a little more than they really thought they were ever going to. So I think it's very important to pay attention to that one. Yeah. I now that's the, huge. the final tip I want to talk about taxes. Oh yeah. The, they're all but certain to increase over time. I and mean, you look at the size of the national debt right now, the how much social security there needs to be paid out. And you, there's no other, I mean, we can either print money, which will devalue the currency, or we're gonna raise taxes. There's only two ways to deal with that. So withdrawals from your retirement savings account will most likely be taxed. Even your social security benefits can be taxed depending on your income. Make sure when you're creating a budget, it includes taxes, tax prep, you know, and planning and make it all part of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And it's the old gross income versus net income scenario. You got to, yeah. you got to actually yeah. plan for what you're bringing in. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this, Tony, right? Good eye. You, you, your first paycheck from your very first job. Remember that one? I don't yep. know if you, if you were anything like me, but I spent, I looked at exactly how many hours that were, I worked that week, the number of hours I, you know, how much I was supposed to make. I started making plans for how I was going to spend that money. And then I remembered, oh yeah, all that work my parents do with taxes. I wonder what that's going to look like when I got it. Oh, did that hurt? So I had not <laughs> planned on the amount of taxes that were going to come out. So security contributions. And I worked at a grocery store. So that first deduction also had union dues. So I'm, like, I'm in a union at 15. All right. But it didn't really help save my job uh, when they <laughs> when they traded the carts in for something else. So, you know, save your rude awakening by budgeting for those deductions of your taxes. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Uh, you know what? Nobody likes a rude awakening, especially from the tax man. Um, so this has been a great discussion. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah. Speaking of tax man, did you know that uh, Paul played the solo on that and not George? I just read that. Man. You must have oh, saw you? that the same place I did. <laughs> it's a really, you know, they call it an iconic guitar solo. It's really not that great. But uh, yeah, that was Paul. That was Paul <laughs> it's okay. Playing that one. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but anyway, it's yeah, good. let's <laughs> the, create a budget for retirement income and expenses that just it helps you have peace of mind. It helps you prepare for the future. It may also really be a valuable opportunity to meet with your financial service professional to review your budget, review your savings, your long-term goals. So at Compass, we do that. We do that all the time for our clients. Two tools we use to help people start getting going with this process. The color of money risk analysis that's on the top left-hand part of our website. You can go ahead and click that, take that, and fill that out. And then once you get that score, you'll have this little account in the vault. You can also request your social security maximization report. Two great ways to get started on those conversations. You can visit, it's compass-ltd.com or you can call us at 800-339-9252. And uh, we'd love to sit down, no cost, no obligation, complimentary consultation. Tell us, you know, you heard the show and um, you want either that color of money risk analysis, social security maximization report that from the heart journal or all three. We can make sure you have all three of those ready for that first for that first meeting and then talk about the steps to take to put that comprehensive plan in place. All right. And that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.